is up guys it is hot take without the hot take here and we are back with junior senior two views yet again for another week i'm here with senior hey everybody how's it going back now again. we have some stuff to talk about some smaller stuff to talk about but we're going to get into the big elephant in the room <laughs> dak got See, his money let's just let's make it very clear folks it's not deshaun it's the other d it's Dak. There's one quarterback in Texas that's happy right now. He it's got Dak. his he got his money. He got it. And he four years, one hundred and sixty million dollars, one hundred and twenty six million of that guaranteed. Guaranteed. Oh boy, that is a, that is exorbitant. It is exorbitant, but you know what? I think that people can now put this to rest. I think this has been going on long enough. I think that you know, there's been grumblings about Jerry Jones being tight-fisted with the money and da-da-da-da-da. It's over now. So the key now is people are talking about, you know, Dallas being a Super Bowl winner. I don't know about that. Just win the, win the division first. And as a Giant fan, I could care less about the Cowboys. I think they're the most overrated franchise and haven't won a, play, haven't won a Super Bowl in 25 years. The problem here is with this contract, they're investing all this money into Dak, Zeke, Amari Cooper, and their best linebacker. How are you going to build a defense? Well, that's the problem because the 20- their cap space. They had to let go of Robert Quinn and Byron Jones last year. Yeah. So the Dallas Cowboys overall defensively last year were twenty third. Not good. Gave up nearly four hundred yards a game. So what are they? Not good. What are they going to do? Well, I don't know. They got to figure it out because that's where. The, but but for starters, they hired the mighty Quinn as a defensive coordinator. Now Dan Quinn's Dan Quinn's resume speaks for itself. Legion they of hired. They hired him. They hired him. Really? He is your defensive. They hired the choker. Doesn't matter. But they needed oh. something. They need. They need to address the defensive side of the field. Look, a couple of things. Out of he this. was carried by the Legion of Boom. Look, a couple of things. Let's just put this to rest, okay? Good for Dak Prescott. It's fine. In the same breath, just as a side note, Tom Brady goes. That's all right, Dak. Congratulations. I just got another year, and I'm not getting a lot of money for it because I will let the money speak for itself. Oh, Brady's got enough money. No, but I will give the money back to Tampa, and we'll re-sign the people we need to re-sign. Of course, because he wants to win Super Bowls to further his case as the GOAT. But let's, He doesn't look, want look, to be touched as, as far the as goat. Dak's concerned, congratulations to Dak Prescott. There's no reason but why the Dallas Cowboys shouldn't be able I'm to. Not, I'm not harping on Dak, because he's a good quarterback, and he deserves this contract. But I'm harping on the Cowboys, because how, how are you going to build a defense now? Oh, well. how, what are you going to do? How, how are you going to have a... How are you going to patch holes in the defense? Oh, well. And, and that O-line. Because that O-line needs... You can't have that O-line. You can't have the same O-line. You need to replace holes quickly. And they don't have a lot of draft capital. So what are you going to do? I don't know. They'll figure it out right now as it stands. Congratulations to Dak Prescott. There's no, reasons why, there's no reason why the Cowboys shouldn't win the division. Every year we talk about this. The Cowboys are, are the ones scrub, stri- struggling to get in. But there's no reason. They're in the NFC least. They should win the division. Well, I don't, don't, want, I, I don't want them to win the division. I don't like the Cowboys. Of course. Moving on. Anyway, moving on. We have Blake Griffin getting bought out and getting snapped up by the Nets. That's a veteran minimum. That's, a, that's, that's nothing on the Nets. I mean, the the thing here is that everyone's saying, oh, now he's going to return to Blake, to Lob City form. It's all over. No. He's nowhere near what he once was. He's going to be a spot-up shooter. He'll be a presence in that locker room for the young guys. It's not gonna. It's not. It's not going to be Lob City Blake, but at least he'll be serviceable. Look, I think it's a for the Nets. It's a no-brainer. 
I think it's for Blake Griffin a chance to feel a little motivated. I mean, it's, you know, he can get a ring here. Detroit is kind of the last stop now in the NBA journey for most players. This is the ring. This is the his chance for a ring. But you know, in Detroit, this is that's like the last stop. It's the last stop before you know G League, really Detroit. Yeah. So the fact that he got a chance now to play, you know, he's he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to be the guy because in LA he was the he was one of the guys who was. You know that talented player, that explosiveness—it's not there anymore. He's had two knee, re- two or three knee reconstructions. Look, that'll slow you down. I'm, you know, I'm old, much older than Blake Griffin, and knock on wood, I've never had any injuries to speak of, of that nature. But you know, that's that'll slow you down. So yeah. look for Blake and for the Nets, it's a it's a no brainer. If at the end of the season the Nets are raising the chip and win the win it all, which most people expect, they come out of the East after all said and done. Yeah. Then that's a that's a bonus, and they sign up for the minimum. We'll see what happens with that, but I think that's sort of a wait and see. But speaking of the Pistons, um, one of the first trades went down today. We had um, Diallo getting traded from OKC to the Pistons for Makai Luke and a twenty twenty seven second round pick, which confusing for both sides in my opinion. Makai Luke's trash. Diallo's a good young player with some problems, but. That um, he became sort of an excess good at OKC after the emergence of Lou Dort, so it's sort of it's it was sort of a case of they wanted to get rid of him just to swallow a terrible player and an extra pick. It's a, it, to me, it's a big cup of who cares. I always say that. No, but neither team's going anywhere. These are moves that are being made for the future, so who cares? Let I guess moving to that, Giannis named the All Star MVP. The All Star game happened. Um, I, didn't, I didn't watch it because I didn't care to watch it. I watched a couple of clips. He played well. I mean, 16 it's for sixteen for me. The All Star game is. Mm, well, it's, it's just showing off. It's it, yeah. It's just, there's not. Re- I don't it's really. Not, I don't. Re- I never really place much emphasis on the All Star game. It's entertaining, but I never really put it in the context of a competitive nature. It's more of just like a. It's more of it's it's a showcase. I suppose maybe because I'm older, much older than you are. The All Star game has changed. It used to be East versus West, and there yeah. was a yeah, I know, a clear, I know, but yeah, I know. But I'm saying I'm now that it's Team LeBron, Team whatever. I I'm old enough to up. know. I know, East but they mixed it up now. So that means it doesn't matter who the players are. They're all playing in different conferences because of you know it's like a game of schoolyard pick now. It's different from what it used to be. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't particularly care for the All Star game. It's nice that Giannis won. I don't think I think the fact that the players were gonna do it. I think there were some COVID issues that were potentially going to be much worse than what could have happened. I don't think the players really want to play, but it's over and done with. I think moving on forward, as we continue to talk about the NBA, yep. um, we got buyers and sellers. So we know that the all the uh, deadline for trades is coming up very quickly. The twenty fifth of March, we have that's the trade deadline, yeah. and we'll be keeping a. We'll probably do a full episode on the trade deadline and what goes down there. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be it's going to be a busy late March, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we got some more news from the NBA. Uh, unfortunately, Embiid has, has suffered a hyperextended left knee. We'll be out for a couple weeks. Thank God it's not a torn ACL. Yeah. They better count their lucky stars that it wasn't a torn ACL. He got himself an MRI as soon as they got back to Philly mm-hmm. and it's not a torn ACL. So he's still in the MVP conversation, but where do the Sixers go from here? How do they patch it with MB, well, with they, such a big well, piece well, like Embiid uh, well, gone? Well, temporarily, for now, 
They'll put Dwight in, and Dwight's going to give you. Dwight's exactly, been okay. Dwight's going to give you exactly what he's going to give you. He's going to give you some blocks. He's going to give you some putbacks. He's not going to. Well, well, let's remember. Gonna... Let's remember. Like Dwight, at one point in his career, was the second best player in the NBA. At one point in his career, was the second best player in the NBA. At one point, I, I suppose, at the point when he was playing, where centers were sort of being centers, he was he was your prototypical back to the basket center. That's what Dwight Howard was in his prime in Orlando. Four four defensive but players, but evolution be... passed Dwight yeah. Howard by. As far as and his he, skills go, and offensively, he, and he started to become a bit of a cancer on teams that he went to. Well, he went from there. Where did he go? He went, he went, he he went from the the Rockets, and then he went to Portland. He, no, he went to that. He went to the Rockets. Then, then Atlanta, he went to to um, Atlanta. Was it Atlanta? Atlanta. He went to Atlanta. Then it was the Hornets, and then it then was LA. the Wizards, then Wizards, and then and LA. LA. So look, I think that for now they'll just hold the things together. They need both Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid healthy yep. in order to make any kind of run to the playoffs. But That's anyway, it. and and a little side note about Dwight. Do you think he'll be in the Hall of Fame? Oh gee, I don't know. I think that's that's uh, that's fifteen thousand career points is nothing to sneeze at. No, no, no. Look, look. I think, I think he's going to be. Well, I know he won't, he won't be first ballot. He won't we'll be see. first ballot, but he'll we'll be see. there. We'll see. Anyway, Let's moving on. Gears. Uh, baseball. Trevor Bauer, one-eyed pitching. Uh, there was some video of Trevor Bauer during spring training. I think it was a game Dodgers versus I don't know which team they were playing at spring training. And Trevor Bauer was pitching to, I don't know, some player who might not make the roster on the other team. Yeah. And he was closing his eyes, throwing with one eye. Does it give you a, a slight advantage? Like But that's just look, I think he's I think he's a bit of a wild card. Bauer's um, always a wild card. So we I, know this. So I think I, I you know I think he's just trying to g up Padres um, fans and trying to be an antagonist. Because it's a it's a California rivalry. But he's tr- I think he's trying to be an antagonist here. Of course and, and he look, is. Bowers Bowers not the type of guy that's gonna just sit back and be quiet. Yeah. You know this about Trevor. Yeah. So look, I, I I didn't take much of it. I think that you know he's on a stacked team with a stacked rotation. You know he's trying to probably separate himself. He got a huge contract from the Dodgers. I don't know. I, don't, I think it's just one of those things. I I'm honestly cool. this year I think he might be an excess good in that in that pitching staff with the amount of talent that they have. I don't think he'll even be the best pitcher in that rotation. That might go to Walker. Well, I've said it before. I think Walker Buehler is the best pitcher in that rotation, even with the addition of Trevor Bauer and even with Clayton Kershaw still being Clayton Kershaw. Oh well, well, I think I think out of that we'll see what happens with that. Um, switching gears back to football briefly. Um, reportedly, Jeffrey Lurie, who is the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, um, publicly declared that Jalen Hurts will be the starter uh, for the Eagles going into this season. So, Nick Sirianni, as a new coach, it's nice to have a little bit of, of footing well, to be able to... Well, I, I really don't expect anything from the from the Eagles, and I'll get on to why in a bit, but just on Hurts, he's, he's okay. He strikes me as a guy... He strikes me as a... He's a good quarterback, but... He's still he's 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 very raw. Of course, he he's is. so raw. He only played he five needs, games. He only played five games. That's that's, how, it. that's an extremely small sample size. Of course, it is. Like it's like Tua. Tua well, had a good run of form, of and Tua said, "Oh, the transition hasn't been so hard." Now scouts have gotten a look at what he's doing, well, and now well, there are well, reports. Well, I think with Jalen Hurts, I think that it was. I think perhaps Jeffrey Lurie's coming to his defense because of what happened to him at the last game of the season. Oh, that former, was that where, was terrible. Where former coach Doug Peterson thought. 
I'm going to pull you in for a guy who's... And like, by the way, I don't think Doug Peterson... I said it before. I don't think Doug Peterson was doing that to intentionally tank. I think Doug Peterson did that because he's just that dense. I don't know. Look, I think maybe Jeffrey Lurie just wanted to sort of support Jalen Hurts that way, but I think it undermines Nick Sirianni as a new coach. Of course it does. As a new coach, of course, you Of course it does. Yeah. Of course it does. And, and just there's a lot of problems with the Eagles right now. They're still $50 million over the cap line. They'll need to make so many moves this offseason yeah. and patch holes in the draft quickly. Absolutely. To reload. Because right now, it's not looking good no. for them right now. No. There's a lot of dysfunction. Yeah. Um, just looking at another question that was put out there is looking at what would it take for big game Dame, Damian Lillard, Lillard to win a championship for the Portland Trailblazers. And that's been a question that's been out there. Yeah. He's very talented. Well, the West is always stacked. He, it was stacked when he got got into the league, and it's been stacked ever since. He's not leaving Portland. He's going to stay in Portland for the remainder of his career. Right. So, then so now means, you need to win this man a ring. Okay. He's so, so deserving means, of it. In my opinion, that means CJ McCollum's going to move on. Something's got to happen. Mm. Something's got to happen in order for Portland to Well, that's to his get... number two. That Does that does that decrease team morale? Because that went... Remember, 2019 playoffs against the Nuggets, Dame went cold. Who stepped up? CJ. CJ was so good in Game 7. Mm. Game 6 and 7. He, down the stretch, he didn't just shoot Jays. He shot the train. Mm. He was amazing. I don't know. I think that... I, I, I really think that it's... Something's got to happen in order for Damian Lillard to be the centerpiece of this franchise in order for them to win. Now, mind you, they haven't won in 44 years. Yeah. Their last title, Bill Walton was playing. Yeah. So that's a long time. They've been close. They, they lost to 90. They lost to the Bulls. They lost, they lost to the Lakers in 2000. Yeah, it was like conference finals. But I'm talking yeah. about getting to the big game. So I think it's going to have to – you're looking at the line. You might have to make some serious, I think – Squad changes. I think Nurkic is a bit of a liability. He gets injured a lot. In my opinion, he gets injured too much. He's good offensively, but defensively a bit, a bit suspect. I'm not sure. I think that's... that's I honestly, for the seen. the Trailblazers, it's unfortunate, but I think every, I think for them to even have a chance at going to the finals, everything has to break right for them. At literally everything. And I'm not sure if that's sustainable. If they can make a, a big splash in, in the trade deadline... And get someone big, yeah. but I'm not sure who, who you would add. I don't know. So we're going to finish up with Myers Leonard. So Myers Leonard is a forward center with the Miami Heat. Yep, I, I've known injured. about I've known about Leonard. He's for injured. A while. He's currently injured, and uh, he had surgery in the shoulder. Yeah. and he was he, he was. I'll recorded. explain it. Yeah, he, yeah. he was streaming Call of Duty on on Twitch, and um, to his fans, he. Uh, he was he killed he was I'm assuming he was in like a hot mic with someone else and yep. he he was in like a, a so how it works in Warzone is if you kill someone their their mic gets um to you as like a death mic so they can just tra- talk trash for a bit um they were saying stuff to him and he used a anti-Semitic slur I will and we'll we neither one of us will repeat no, will we'll repeat it no. for obvious reasons Absolutely not. but yeah it's it's not good, especially being with Adam Silver as the commissioner, being Jewish himself. Let's just add and to the, the fact owner. Nick Aronson is Jewish. So he's yep. been suspended indefinitely. Yeah. I would say that's it for Myers Leonard as far as just, I mean, whatever money he has, I hope he's kept it very safely underneath this mattress. 
Because he's not going to... I don't think he's going to pop up any other team anytime soon. No. And um, the fact that he, he... He stood for the anthem as well because he said he was wanted to um, pay respect to his brother who served, served in Afghanistan. Fair enough. But I did get this little snippet off one of the shows and it was an open yeah, letter it was from julian, i saw this julian as well edelman. this was julian edelman so and also out. he did work with deshaun jackson when that whole situation played out with him so i want to read this out this is a letter and i'll just want to read it very quickly it basically says so we've never met i hope we can one day soon i'm sure you've been getting lots of criticism for what you said I'm not trying to add to that i just want you to offer some perspective i get the sense that you did didn't use that word out of more hate more out of ignorance. Yeah. Most likely you weren't trying to hurt anyone and or even profile Jews in your in your comment. When someone intends to be hateful, it's usually met with great resistance. Casual ignorance is harder to combat and has greater reach, especially when you can command great influence. Hate is like a virus. Even accidentally, it can be rapidly and rapidly spread. I'm down in Miami fairly often. Let's do a Shabbat dinner with some friends, and I'll show you a, a fun time. I think that was really nice. That was that. very, uh, and like I said before, just now he also did work. Edelman also did work with Deshaun Jackson when that yeah. whole post came out, where he used um, a quote, for, I think an extract from a Hitler speech. Was that with? Yeah, for, with Deshaun Jackson. Okay. Um, when that whole situation played out, and Edelman took him to a um, a Holocaust museum. Okay. So I think what Edelman did there was very eloquent. What yeah. he said was extremely eloquent of yeah. him, and um, not to react with anger, and and but to provide introspection. And I agree with Edelman in saying that Leonard. I don't think Leonard said that out of out of hate, but just out of not knowing just, what the word was and yeah. ignorance. And in this look, and I think it's it's about it's a different era with technology. Yeah. You can't get away Even with stuff. And, and De'Aaron Fox also added to it. But you can't get away with stuff. Like if also, I were to say something now that would potentially draw yeah. more, more listeners, yeah. fantastic. But I don't think so. And yeah. I'm not going to put put, yeah. put us through that. Yeah. <laughs> also, De'Aaron Fox added to it in an interview, a uh, post-game interview. He was asked his thoughts on it. And he said, I played COD since I was 10. That type of stuff gets passed around in lobbies all the time. Yeah. Which, yeah, I've, I've played COD before. That happens. Yeah. But... Uh, just on the whole technology thing, I think if you have if you're in a position of power, and especially if you're a public figure, yeah, it's it it's that right. you can't. You, if you say something like that, you're as far as the court of public opinion goes, yeah, you're it. done. So I mean, Myers Leonard, if you're listening, keep playing Call of yeah. keep playing COD, brother. You got all the time in the world. Yeah. I think we should wrap yeah. this up. Yeah, we should. That'll do it for this week. Um, bit of. Um, Gloomy note that ended on, but yeah, uplifting we, at the same time. But next week we will have some more sport news. Hopefully, we'll get some news on Embiid's injury and the length, the length and time. Yep. Hopefully, we'll get some more trades. Some the trade movements. The, the trades. The trade stoves burning yep, in, in the NFL and the NBA. Yep. And we'll have some more NHL news next Sounds week. Sounds good. Okay. Anyway, that's our show for this week. Make sure to stay tuned for more every week, and we'll see you guys next time. Take care.